it's a brave thing for two people to come together and mm. and um say that we're gonna do what we haven't even been shown. We're not even from relationships working out and all these years and still being happy and but here we are trying to do the impossible. The most the most difficult science ever is love, man. I don't know nobody who didn't figure it out, figured it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's um and even knowing how difficult it is, you agree to um to go the distance. Welcome to another episode of Tune the Fork. I have MC, producer, father, picture taker. <laughs> From what I've seen so far, just a, a really solid dude. Things, exactly. Why you? Yes. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Man, appreciate, I uh, appreciate you inviting me out. Oh, I can't even believe you agreed to do it, man. You one of my, you're one of my, you're one of my favorites, bro. And your and your name comes up in so many circles. I can mm. be in Chicago. I can be in Detroit. Mm. I can be here. Excellent. Your name always comes up when we're talking about MCs from this area. That's what's up. And that blows my mind, dude. Cause man, I appreciate it. It's it's crazy. Cause um <laughs> this this all comes from not having an outlet. So the matter in somebody else's mind, that's that's excellent. So when you say not having an outlet, what do you mean? Um, I say that because there was a time where I didn't have this as a tool to uh, figure out how I felt about things. And um, like literally having a rough upbringing, all that, and uh, you, I, I remember a time where I didn't really have a voice, where I would go through stuff, and I kind of went inside, and I didn't really, um, I didn't know how to express it. So, you know, of course, I wouldn't tell my, my parents or anything. Mm -hmm. I go to school for uh, the early portion of school. A lot of folks probably didn't even know what my voice sounded like. I would just keep it real brief. You were that quiet? Yes, no, shake my head, like, because I, I was going through stuff and I didn't know how to how to get out of that. And um, music kind of helped me find my voice again. What's your real name? Michael Frank Willingham Jr. So you a junior? Mm-hmm. I'm a junior too. Salute. Salute. To the pops. Indeed, indeed. Um, I remember when I was younger, I used to want to 
changed my name, mm. and now I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Exactly. exactly. I was wilding. Exactly. I'm so proud to have my father's name. You know what I'm saying? Now. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. My pops passed uh, maybe, I think it's been about six years now. And um, the wild part is that I didn't understand how important that junior is until when he passed. Uh, my sister put in for everything that would show up on the, the actual grave, and she forgot to put junior on. I mean, pardon me, senior, senior. on it. Mm. And um, it kind of kept me from, since that day, I haven't went back because it's kind of scary. Because like, you just see the name? Yeah. It's, you know, it's... How'd he pass, bro? Uh, he ended up passing by, he had uh, asbestos, He's breathing asbestos in his lung. Like his apartment had like uh he had other complications of course, but they say that's what what actually took him out. Okay. Uh, um He was really strong though. Like he he was the definition of um people's like How could I put it? Um, one, he, he had had um, HIV for, I guess I found out about 2005. And how I was told was like, it was the worst way. Um, my, my stepmother had gave me a call and was like, yeah, you know your father got HIV. And she was like, yeah, I, man, I thought I had uh, breast cancer or whatever, but I don't. And it was like, and just, I was like, just, I was ready to hang up or whatever. And I was feeling like, why you didn't let him tell me that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not connected. I don't really have a relationship with you. You just had to, <laughs> you just had to tell me that. And, um... Then I talked to him, and I felt better when I talked to him because he um, he let me know that at first when he heard that he felt like his life was over and all of this. But um, he said he talked to his doctor and everything, and they said that as long as you stay active, stay exercising, and all of that, then you can still live a long life. And yeah. All that. And from that point on, he basically, he, the same way people go to work nine to five, mm -hmm. he would go to the gym yeah. and work nine to five. Like literally, he, at one point he was doing like well, between 500 and 1,000 push-ups a day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so he was cut. Yeah, he's, his mind was just, he was disciplined. Between that and like his daily word was a thing. Like, that was the most important things to him. He was a Christian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he was, at the time, I was studying uh, Islam and all of that. And I liked the fact that he didn't press me about that. He was he was more interested in um, just seeing how I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, because we, growing up, he didn't really have much to say. He was an introvert. He really didn't have much words until you did something wrong in school, did do your homework or something, he'd be ready to 
get the whoop and go ahead and pick a switch off the tree or something. But other than that, discipline was like his thing. And um being disciplined. Being like disciplined, right. Having a framework. Right. And well and making sure that I had discipline. Like, you know, like that was a nobody wanted to have kids, it was just wilding. <laughs> yeah. If I were that way, he'd been pissed. Yeah. You know, so but um yeah, it basically when he found this out is actually when we started to get closer. When we started to um had like long conversations and I would give him like music and stuff I was doing and stuff. And he would take the, the songs or whatever when he was driving around and stuff, he listening. And it hit me back and be like, I, I like how you think. Like, Word. you um, as invested as he, his thing was construction. Okay. Every part of um, how to build a house he could do between the electricity, plumbing. Our family had a, um, it, at the time it was one of few black construction companies my grandfather owned. And um, it's called uh, DC Contractors. A lot of government buildings in the mm -hmm. city they built and all of that. Got that Marion Bay, Marion Barry money? I guess, I guess. But um, it was a fan, <laughs> right. It was family business for a long time. Yeah. And my father was one of his first and most uh, loyal workers or what have you. And um, he basically was telling me that you're as dedicated to that form of expression as I am to, you know, I took a lot of time to learn these things. And mm -hmm. if you ask me what I like to do the most, that's what I do, you know what I'm saying? And he, we kind of could understand each other better at that point. So y'all relationship was kind of strained before before that? It was an understanding. I always had love for him, and I didn't understand a lot about him. Uh, I had moved, actually, from with him um, at about, what was that, about 14 or something like that? About 13, 14, I just started going to Lago High School. Okay. And um, issues, I think I, I was getting spankings or whatever, and I just started running away. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the last time I did that, I had actually, I kept asking to live with my moms, who at the time she was living in Alexandria. And... My father and my mom, though they were separate, they still had a, they didn't dislike each other. It was more so like outsiders that wanted them to kind of be at odds or whatever, but they never yeah. was like that. And eventually he was just like, I'll let you move with your mom. That's where you want to go. So I'm living with moms and getting adapted to you know, the new schools out there. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I went to like three different high schools, so I kind of got put in a mindset of being able to pick up and start over wherever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I thought I would be there for a long time. We ended up moving from Alexandria to Silver Spring. All of these moves were necessary, but um, 
it's just a certain, uh, if possible, I won't have my son like having to keep starting over, starting over new friends and. You recognize that that was a challenge for you and the importance of like having roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a difference, like when you go to, every school I went to, you would have, like people they didn't went to school since elementary school together. It's kind of built in, you got memories, you mm-hmm. got loyalties and stuff that I can't, Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I don't know any of y'all. Luckily I would find all the cool folks, whatever they would kind of be on the page I was on, but. Were you, um? You saying a lot of shit, bro. Hmm. Each thing you saying is a world in right, and of in itself, itself. Right, right. like it, which is which is dope, and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start fucking around with music? Um, it's stages to it. Um, when I was with my father. Uh, Early on, he put me in the, the DC Youth Orchestra. For, youth um, Orchestra? Mm-hmm. Okay. Somewhere, it's almost near like the Stadium Army, I think was where we would practice at. Uh, I played the French horn first. No, I played the trumpet first and then the French horn. And I kind of, I think I was in it for like three years. And I kind of got bored of playing, Mary had a little lamb and all this, like, I, just, I had ideas, I had other stuff I wanted to play. And they would keep telling you the focus is on learning this. Mm. And eventually I just was like, I wanna do something else. Check you know? But later in life, when you, you get certain skills, you don't, you may not have to access it, or whatever, but like sometimes it'll come back up and you can kind of figure out like how I can take what I learned here. And I have my own ideas and like, uh, like a good friend of mine, he also was starting to pick up instruments and stuff then. And I'm, you know, I'm loyal to this friend. So as he's playing beats and everything, I can hear that I like the idea of it, the mood of it and all that. But in my mind, I'm like, it's, I hear it's a little off. <laughs> it's a little clash, but I just gonna go, we just gonna work with that. Yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I'm, the whole time, I'm like, when I get the understanding of how to do this myself, this is how it would sound to me. Mm-hmm. It took a while. That was about like 96 is when I started, we first started, um, we was rapping over, at the time I had an older brother, not exactly my brother, but my brother at the same time, he was doing, like I would see him leaving with records in his bag and the bass. And you know, it's just his personality was real big. Like when he's trying to say something, the point gets across. Yeah. Before I even knew he was rapping, it was just like, I can dig <laughs> this personality. It's yeah. it's so clear. I've been used. To, I've been around people who are like sometimey. 
And this is the opposite of that. This is just like full-fledged, mm-hmm. genuine, you know. But eventually he'll come back and he'll be like, throw like this record on the table. like, hey, look at this jump. Because we talk about music all day. And I look at it and it had literally in writing and his, he's, uh, the group was, uh, they were called the Five Bros with Dirty Clothes. And he was five pe- bros with dirty clothes. Yeah, <laughs> it was really dope. The name, the name is one thing, but when you heard it, it was like ah. And then featured it was Rodney President. It was his full name, and I'm looking at it like wow. He played it. He was killing on it. And he's so, playing the bass. No, no, no. He's rapping. Oh, he's rapping. okay. Yeah, he's crushing, crushing, like. And it was just that, honestly, time just stopped for that. Because it gave me, it just opened my eyes up to, young, that is possible. Mm. Like, this same stuff I'm listening to. Me and him just was sitting here listening to other people. And he leaves and goes and made it a real thing. That's crazy the first time, right? Right, exactly. The first joint, I remember being in the house with Terrell. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had a very, my relationship to music was as a listener. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I got opinions, critiques. I know what sounds good. I know what right. I like. I feel like I have an elevated palette right. for the shit in a certain way. Gotcha. Um, and I pride myself on that. But I never understood how you got from nothing to that. Right, 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 right. right. And that, and I didn't even know where to begin to even conceptualize what mm-hmm. the beginning part of the process is. So I'm over at Terrell's house. We just chilling, talking right. shit. Right. We watching TV. Mm-hmm. Fucking J.G. Wentworth commercial comes on. Okay. It's when J.G. Wentworth, <laughs> 877 Cash Now, whatever. Right. And dude, and then he goes over there and he starts playing. And then we're starting <laughs> 877 Cash Now, 877 Cash Now, huh. Now. Now, now, <laughs> or something like that's happening, and then he start, he starts doing these chords, and then we did a whole song, and really? then I actually listened to the song, right, and to see it and to Started. hear it, right, right, and right. to and to and to and to realize that's how you do it, yeah, was mind blowing <laughs> to me, dude. Right. I never right. I will never forget that as long as I live. And mm-hmm. and I'm sharing that because mm-hmm. I think that I didn't have practice of creating things. Gotcha. When I was younger. Mm. So I had ideas, but right. I didn't have the practice of bringing them ideas into into the real world. And so I didn't right. know what that was like. And I think Especially like for young people, mm-hmm. having practice of creating, taking mm-hmm. what's up here and putting it into the world, right. I think makes them feel like they have a lot more control over the shit that's around them. Right. Um, right. I don't know if that makes sense, but I get that. It, it, it that was that was a monumental moment for me mm-hmm. with that. Um, mm-hmm. That shows you that. You can turn, you can, you can mold anything. I all day, um, that's definitely been, through this journey of music, it's been many times where we haven't had the correct utensils or, if you got, got the will to create, yeah, 
even if you like my brother, my brother's big on he's real personal. Like so if he's rapping, if he's sitting there talking with you, I hear this verse or whatever. So he'll he'll come up on you, he put his arm around you, be kicking it in your ear, tapping on your chest. Like it's I realize a lot of people, especially from this age, they wouldn't even like that because hold up, what you in my space for? Yeah. Like yeah. but it's we come from that closeness, you know what I'm saying? That kind of like, um, it's supposed to be an engaging thing, you know what I'm saying? Like the battle rap shit, when they be, not not to it, not, not the combative nature, but at least there. the proximity. It can go there, but it doesn't always have to be that. Sometimes it's just, it's a people thing, you know what I'm saying? It's a, you really relating. I'm really transferring mm-hmm. my ideas and visions and the way I hear things to you, you know what I'm saying? It's just a personal thing. And that's important to you, right? Like Almost definitely. I feel like everything you're doing for the people who, I feel like it's super intentional. Mm-hmm. And there's a process that you've got and an idea and it needs to like align in a way. And once it does, it's like a, mm-hmm. okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay, but it's a personal, it's intentional and it's personal and and, and every and you're saying something. Right, right. I man, it in my world, it was always going to be that. It was always going to. I've been trying to figure myself out through these songs for the longest time. I'm I'm closer than I was then. I even uh, yesterday I cleared my hard drive out. I got all this old stuff I haven't heard in forever. Some of it I remember. I really felt really good about it at a certain point, and mm-hmm. I hear it now. And you know, I done graduated past certain stuff, and my ear is different. And I still, I give it credit, but I um. When when you're in the new. Sometimes you'll go back and criticize the old, mm. and it's not really supposed to be be that way. Cause that's you gotta. Only way that you got to where you at now is cause you that had to happen. You know what I'm saying? You had to be in that place. You had to not know to know. When I when I first heard about you was through 1978ers. Mm. I'm originally from mm. Kansas City. Got you, got you. I've been here for a minute. Got you. So, and most of my time spent was in Virginia. Alexandria, Woodbridge, Herndon, blah, 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 got far you. out. Got you. Um, so I wasn't really tapped in to the scene musically here mm. in a way that I wish, in a way that other people have who are from here, I should say. Gotcha. I was blown away by that album, bro. That's what's up. I thought that shit was hard. That's what's up. That was, yeah. Y'all only did one. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's my brother, man. Um, When you listen to that record, what you're hearing is, uh, one, that was Zach Slimcat. Yeah. Is one of my mentors. That's the reason... I've grown in a lot of areas and just being exposed to Slim Cat and him being open and um, 
like even to produce. Me producing, I had been trying to do that for a long time. I didn't really have the know-how of how to use drum machines and all this other stuff. I would come to other people and ask them to show me some stuff and they'd be kind of like, if they don't see you just get it off the break, and it's like, man, yeah. you don't know how to do the metronome. You, yeah, you probably want to yeah. just do yeah. something else. Yeah. And I had these ideas. I had, at the time, I had like a, a four track, a tape, analog four track. You got four tracks. So I'd have, uh, I'd be beatbox for like three minutes, whatever the pace of the joint would be. I come back and I play this little guitar. It was missing a string or whatever, but I play a melody or whatever over it. You got two tracks now. Mm-hmm. I had a kalimba, little marimba, little, uh, it's like a percussion instrument. Had little holes on the side of it, so you pressing it, and then you could wah-wah uh, okay. notes. So now we got three tracks. Then I would take that, I would bounce those three tracks down wow. to the last track. Now you got three tracks open for vocals. <laughs> okay. so you go back and then, you know, you got your verse. Yeah. Use the other tracks for your hook or something. Yeah, yeah. And I would use this and actually started making songs. I had, I did my little setup was the four track. I put in a suitcase and um, my microphone. And I would just go, at the time I was staying over a friend's house, I go into his either his uh, balcony or his laundry room and record. Until like at this point, I had like an album worth of things, and I play it for um, Slimcat. He was like, "Man, this is excellent." He was like, "No Duh. shit." He was like, "Yo, like, would you mind if I um, put some drums to it or something?" I was like, "Man, excellent." He was showing me how to. Use a drum machine and all this stuff. And then um then we started to get up. Um and then uh actually yeah, and even seeing his seeing his process just made me rethink everything. Cause he he had like these beat tapes. Minute long, the beat is just fade in, fade out. Mm-hmm. It's just enough to get you in the feel of it. And I pick one and I was like, man, I love this joint. Like let me put a song to that. And he was like, all right, bet. So he go over here, he pick one record here and here. All right, so so he was using this box called the MS1, and which is basically you got some short amount of time to sample whatever. Once you make whatever you make in it, mm-hmm. you gotta erase everything so you can make something again. Wow. So he couldn't actually pull up that beat. So he just got the records it took to make it. He knew exactly where it was. And he put the beat back together in like 30 minutes. Then he put that beat on the track board. At the time he was like, yeah, I put it on there. You know, you just go ahead and record. I'm over his spot and he was like, I'm going to sleep. Just let me know, you know, what's up in the morning or whatever. So I'm like, oh, you let me use, like normally, people yeah. wouldn't let you use their expensive equipment or whatever. And he was just, he gave me the freedom to do it how I wanted to do it. Just like worlds was coming together at this point. Like I'm able to, I don't need anybody to create now. Now you, you're giving me the tools. 
Had you had done an album before this? I was with a crew called The Remains. Um, we all, a lot of us went to Blair High School, Silver Spring. Okay. Um, and we, in a summer, we had gotten uh, a friend of mine, one of us, uh, my man Omar Fido. Omar, we call him Fido, but um, his aunt had a, a house in Fort Totten that she was renting, renting it. He uh, basically told her that we wanted to rent rooms in it. We took over this spot. It was pretty much just using that time to get as much done as we could. And that summer we got like more than a hundred songs done. Damn. We were just every day going at it. And um, pretty much, um, we ended up, after living in this spot, everybody ended up going different ways or whatever. But um, that's, that was pretty much, um, a lot of my beginnings was with that. So when you, when you and Slim Cat got together and y'all mm -hmm. made that joint. Mm -hmm. You're talking about people of the day? Yeah. So even with that, I'll say um, there were two records before that. Uh, the Urn was before that. And Before Tax is my first record. Okay. All of these records were actually recorded during the same time. Songs are coming from... Because that Before Taxes was hard, bro. Thank you, man. That was, I mean, that was supposed to be a 1970s album, too. That and The Urn. But at that time, I, I would call Snipcat. And, like, I don't know if he was busy or whatever, but he kind of was, like, distant. And I'm still in my mind, I'm like, I got to get this shit done. Like, if it don't get done, you know. So by the time he came back around, I was pretty much already done with Before Taxes. I, I finished everything. Mm. I didn't even know how to put albums together. I just did a lot of listening to albums I thought was classic. Listen to how the transitions and interludes and the things that made them stand out to me. I just kept those things in mind with these songs and try to figure a way to um, just make everything be a smooth listen all the way through and figured it out. But um, yeah, Before Taxes, in the beginning it was about eight songs. It ended up being an album, but at, at that point it was only eight songs. Uh, Slim Cat had put, put the eight songs on a, like, when you press your own CDs, mm -hmm. right with a Sharpie. He took a stack of them and brought to um, Fat Beats in New York. And he told the owner, just to ask people who's buying stuff up in here, leave this stack right here and just give them away as they leaving or whatever. And one of the people who took a CD was um, a guy named Kenny Fresh from Portland whose uh, his blog was, what is it, uh, Fresh Selects. Okay. So Kenny Fresh had reached out, he hit me up, was like, yeah, I got this CD, whatever, you know, you trying to put this joint out on, on my site or whatever. And I was like, cool or whatever, but at the same time, like, it's not done. It's, it's kind of like an EP now, yeah, but yeah. it's actually about to be an album. I got more songs I got to add to it and kind of smooth it out or whatever. 
I had finished that at the same time that uh, Diamond District in the Rough had just finished. So we were about to put that out around the same time. I just, uh, it was coming through Mellow Music. I had just put it out as, uh, on Fresh Selects. We put uh, the first Diamond District record we put out for free, but we took the curse words out. The version, the uncut version, would be for sale or whatever, but uh, around that same time, I put Before Taxes out the same way, but through Fresh Selects. And the label had reached out like, this should not be for free. Like, <laughs> can you take it off of there and let's put it out? <laughs> so I was like, talking about earlier about monetizing, bro. Right. Right. <laughs> so I was like, cool, you know what I'm saying? It's coming, you know, it's going funny. okay with, with uh, Diamond District. If it gets the same attention, then that's fine. Like, mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I close 1978ers up. Okay. I, get, I get the feeling mm -hmm. that y'all had... I will had say, you, oh, you, what you were saying? Did y'all have to end y'all working relationship? No. Well, I'll say it gets sticky because it's, it's, we're working together. We're doing music together. And we are kind of, we're friends at the same time. And you know, like my lady at the time and his lady at the time are cool and it's, from there it gets into some, it's just, it's a real thing when people say mixing business and friendship. Yeah. Because when, when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, yeah. it's, it's a, you gotta cut everything off. You know what I'm saying? Which um, with that, we never really got the tour people of the day. We never got to really fully maximize the situation because personal, you know what I'm saying? Do you? But I will say times have changed and um, a lot of growth had to happen. I, I, I actually, uh, I got a, a few songs now where I had to speak on just We all got to get to a point where the the main focus is the bigger picture, and um, I can I can definitely say with anybody, just in general, I have on this planet I don't have an enemy. Yeah, I I don't know anybody who has graduated to the point of being worthy of being my enemy. Um, if we've, we've had disagreements, everybody has disagreements. If I ever say that I had love for you, you can't really erase that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's about how, how much time you, cause that requires a lot of energy, man, to, mm -hmm. to, to, to maintain that kind of, that level of those feelings for exactly. people. Exactly. And, and you, and you think you got to. 
if I love you, I love you. If, mm-hmm. if we rocked, we rocked. Okay, yeah. we don't agree on this thing. Yeah. I can I don't have to generate an equal amount of negative energy to counter that positive exactly. that I feel. I can just feel whatever the whatever I used to feel and then choose to and the door shift how we interact. Open. Yeah. The door is always open for that conversation. And the only reason why I bring it up, because mm-hmm. number one, that motherfucker was cold. Number one. Appreciate it. Number two. When you go and you look up 1978, it's just one goddamn joint. Right. And then you're like, okay, where's right. the second? Where's the third? And, then, right. and because the first question is, or the my first thought, and I didn't even know what your answer was going to be, mm-hmm. um, was like, you know, maybe they just decided to, because when, when I saw, the, the last time I saw Slim Cat was, uh, I was DJing somewhere and he was working. I can't remember. Sound. It's on 14th and he was doing the sound. Yep, yep. And, 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 um. Yeah, he's excellent at that. Yeah, too. and I looked, I was like, yo, man, I'm a, exactly. I'm a, I was like, I'm a fan, bro. I, exactly. I, I, I fuck with your shit heavy. Exactly. You know, exactly. he's like, oh, thank you, thank he's you. He's so humble. If man. you ain't say nothing, he had never brought it up. You know what I'm saying? A, you can tell he's just, he just, he feels like he's just a good dude, but. And he I, loves, like, what he taught me early on. Like, I've been around people that make beats and all that stuff, and they'll, like, even when they get into making a beat, they would put a record on and just be listening for that part and go right there, take that part, and then get into it. It might even be a dope joint or whatever. But when I got with Slimcat, it automatically showed me the difference because we'll get up, really, we just be talking, and then he'll put a record on or something, something, and it just be simmering in the back. And as we talking, there's something, blah, blah, blah. and then this part will come on, like, oh, what, what is that? You know what I'm saying? He just let it ride all the way to the end. You gotta, um, mm. his love for it, he's not trying to rape it. You know what I'm saying? He's not trying to just take, he's, he gets into the understanding of what the record was about. You know what I'm saying? And that's a different kind of relationship to the music. You can hear it. You can hear it. I have seen him in, he was in a whole beat battle. <laughs> He's in this beat battle. Uh, I think it was, what, Crisis, Ill Mind, uh, all these folks was in it. And they had like this one round where they had, I think they all had to remix something. And everybody joints come on. Everybody got, or, one cat, he had all the crashes, all the big boom bash, and then Zach joint come on. Man, that joint sounded like... Melodious? It just sounded good. It just felt good. Yeah. Like, he he didn't do all of the super try to get all the attention kind of things. It's... it's the His approach to music... It's like how he is as a person. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You you really you can put all of those personal things into your art. Like be it you drawing, whatever it may be, you can be you in it. And that's that definitely helped me find that. Like uh I got a, a triangle of, of mentors. They all focused on different parts. And for Zach. Zach definitely um, just helped me get into, make it apparent that you love music. 
every time people hear mm-hmm. what you're doing, in some form or fashion, you gotta hear the love that you have for what you're stepping into. And I, that's that's real that's real interesting and dope for you to say, man. Cause what, and I'm not gonna say people's names, but mm-hmm. you a lot of people we know's favorite, bro. Hmm. That's like, excellent. That's and, man. And and as you're saying it, and then I think about. how you spit and what you spit about like and it's not just you love people right right too, right, right and progress and you can tell that you're passionate about the shit that you're saying and mm-hmm. it's not just necessarily about the lyrics as much as it is mm-hmm. your ability to connect cuz i think when you said earlier you're trying to find, and I can't remember the term you use. You, you said you're trying to make sense of yourself or trying to like through mm-hmm. it. You can feel that. Right. Honestly, I'll tell you like this. Like my lady, you got, or a lot of people. I know a lot of people that come from this frame of mind too. They equate a lot of things up to like, uh, like schooling, mm. degrees, what have you. What I come to realize is that everything, that's one way of, of um, lining up somebody's, you know, how far you've come or what have you. But this is a different school of sorts. It doesn't come with degrees. Sometimes it doesn't. So I guess somebody would equate when you put records out and it's actually an official thing. Maybe that's a degree. Mm. But um, it's it's not. I study people. Uh, in a past relationship, I, I remember being judged about the fact that I don't read a lot of books. I get motion sickness a lot of times. I get. When you read? Eh, I used to. I, maybe I would be like on bus or, or something like that trying to read, and it would kind of give me a headache or whatever. It's not that I didn't want to know what was in the book. Yeah. It's just that I learned differently. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got to thinking about it, the same way people collect books or what have you, I take every conversation that I'm in seriously. I'm even when I'm not paying attention, I'm paying attention. I, somebody could be having a conversation over here. And because I'm I have to be in this room with you enough to where I can hear it. Yeah. I read people, you know what I'm saying? I'm connected with the human experience. Yeah, me too. I'm invested in that. And I probably always be. Music is a, a good way of. um of um it really made sense when i mean you put these records out and you don't really know how good they're going to do you don't know who's going to resonate with it or whatever nor do i care i just for me i'm making sure that i get whatever my point i was trying to make across and it's excellent if somebody this does something for somebody, like, because it wasn't, 
I know other people that create from a place of already thinking for people and like I'm gonna have, I gotta have this joint for the hood, this joint <laughs> for the yeah. girls and yeah, yeah it's just, it's just kind of rigid and it's, would that be narcissistic or it, just to already be to know planning out how somebody reacts to it or yeah, nah. I like. I never thought about that. Could be not. Yeah, that's dope. How did you get your name, bro? Why? Why lowercase? Why uppercase? You? Um, it's from lowercase to uppercase in itself. It's just growth, progression. It's being at a point where you not knowing yourself, and now emboldened because you you got you get yourself now. Um. Why you, I used to, um, it's funny, at this same place, I was just walking with my son past uh, PG Community College, telling my son about how I used to go over here and, and use the internet when the internet first came out. <laughs> he was like, what, the internet when first came out? When the internet came out. Came out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was a thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it ain't right. in a way. It's like... <laughs> So, it's like when electricity first came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I used to go over there and um, I would just get on these these hip hop chat lines. Um, I actually, in the past couple years, I got to chat with the person who owned the chat line, the cat named Davey D. Mm. Hold on. He's like the dude, for real. Like, Davey D's hip hop corner. It used to be back in the day. I used to get on there and... um. Just people, it was, you know, people be on there battling. They battling each other and all this. And I was just seeing what that was about. So I early on noticed that it's all about your approach. A lot of their approaches was, you know, they going to do all this to you. And, mm-hmm. and I just would do these stories and, like, kind of put whoever this person was in a weird-ass predicament or something. And they would always ask, like, why, why you do it like that, or why, you know. So I would just keep. I kept the name. I went from at that point when I would get on there, it was like, I was. I think it was unsurpassed or something. That was your name. <laughs> yeah, unsurpassed. <laughs> U.S. U.S. Meant, uh, oh, oh, you. <laughs> but I kept the why you because they kept asking me that, and um, I don't know. It just stuck. I, after after I clung on to that name, I just never worried about a name no more. I just stuck to that. You said... When I look at your... I'm going to stop on that. Mm-hmm. Why you taking pictures mm-hmm. is your handle mm-hmm. on Instagram. Exactly. It ain't why you the MC. It ain't why you the producer. Yeah. It's why you taking pictures. Right. Why is why you <laughs> taking pictures? <laughs> I mean, I, I figured um, when I first was getting on Instagram, it was it was mostly like pictures or whatever. So I was just like, 
whatever I'm in, I'm gonna just find a way to use my name for whatever the the theme is. But um, that and even even with um, when I gotta do publishing and stuff, my publishing is why are you making music? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. It's a question and an answer at the same time. It's this, you know. More people need to question that also. Like, what is your reason for even getting into this? I done come up around a lot of folks down to, um, like certain people done got into it, they'll sing or whatever, and they'll tell you that their reason was to get the girls or the, you know. I, I couldn't really relate to that, even, um, I don't know, I take these things that I'm saying serious, so I never really would use that to um, to kind of like, I don't know, like I, I got other people around that we're all trying to figure this thing out and we're trying to see what our impact is and all of that and with that comes attention, but like, I don't know. I try to keep it like, and sometimes not even this is to my detriment. Like, in a lot of ways, I could have probably um, like punctualized on. Damn, damn, I'm my fucking blank, but um. Back to the point, which was the question one more time. Shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What if you've already figured it out? You just creating reasons to not act like you figured it out. Because hmm. I think, bro, you've already figured it out. Hmm. When I hear you spit, when I see you do what you do, Right. I feel like I think mm. I because I, here's I just say the version I'm at right now is I'm 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 hopeful, but I don't uh, I've had all the wheels spinning at the same time at different paces where I, I felt like if I kept this pace up. I would be at the best self I could possibly be at. And I'm I'm working with what I've got now. Certain wheels have kind of slowed down mm-hmm. and I'm I'm I've recognized it and I'm getting them back up to speed. A lot of it comes down to personal life. Seriously, um mm-hmm. relationships and all of that. You think that you could separate these things, but man I, the best way of understanding it, when I recognize that that is a serious thing, I had to give it its space. I remember at one point I had to call the label and be like, look, I'm getting remarried. You know, I gotta, it's gonna be some time I gotta take to just get this together. You know what I'm saying? It's that real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, in the same breath, with music stuff, when I'm in relationships, I gotta let it, let 
my partner know this, you know, this is the space I'm going to need for that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's, so, mm-hmm. if you were to say that if an alien was getting ready, not getting ready, if an mm-hmm. alien just came down and landed mm-hmm. and asked you, how do you figure that out? Mm-hmm. And you describe what you just did. Mm-hmm. They would say, "Oh, why you figured it out?" <laughs> basically, basically, <laughs> basically. So okay, okay. Yeah. I get you. I get you. So get it, it's not a. Um, I think it's us being okay with our answers, mm. so, and, and 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 being okay with not having the answers to right. other things. True. Sometimes we're asking ourselves. Sometimes I'm asking myself a question, bro, and mm-hmm. I don't like the answer. So I'll ask the shit again, like I'm going to get a different answer. Right. And I'll try to, you know, move it around. Okay, right. let me turn it around. Let me see if I can look at it a different way. I didn't really like that exactly. other answer. And then let me go create all of this anxiety and mm-hmm. stress around right. not like about. Let me create all this anxiety and stress around trying to come up with another answer when that answer is what the universe has given me Mm -hmm. to move forward. At this moment in time, this is where that's at. At this moment in time. Mm -hmm. Now I just got to, I think where, 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 where I struggle a lot is this concept of faith Mm. and, and, and being, finding, being okay with the unknown. Mm Mm-hmm realizing that everything's going to be okay because everything has always been okay. Exactly. Otherwise I wouldn't be here. Exactly. So that's what I mean when I say I feel when I see two things I feel, bro, when mm-hmm. I watch, when I look at your stuff, I feel pressure. These are where I wrote them down. Mm. Pressure is a word that pops up mm. in my, in my, in my spirit. Gotcha. Um, I feel like you're under a lot of pressure. I don't know where that comes from. You ain't learn. With, 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 with why I feel that when I'm looking at what you're doing and how you're doing, especially like with your with with, with your lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that you're so clear and articulate mm-hmm. with what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Is anything I'm saying making sense? Nah, it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. Um, and I don't know where, and I don't know if the pressure that you're, that I feel is, um, is something that you're necessarily creating or adding to because right. of how you're responding to what's going on. Right. Or if it's the actual thing that you're, is what I'm saying making sense, dude? I get you. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm creating because um, I was telling my lady this, that it's literally, I don't moved, I didn't, I didn't had like trauma and all that other stuff and just growing, just being 44 mm-hmm. and like, you know, I've seen I've not had, I've gotten to a point where I have had, I have, um, I've 
been in low income stuff. I done come up and seen what it is to be up over that. I've um once you done seen enough, I pretty much now my vulnerability is when, you know, when you got a partner and y'all are that connected. If you feel a way, then I feel a way. You know what I'm saying? Like because you connect with, with people that like connected. you were saying. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And until you are okay, I'm not going to be okay. And um, even with with our art, like um, I'm connected in, in our art form. I'm invested in where it's going. And I see what they're trying to do with our music. And I'm not exactly happy with the direction of it being so divisive, of it being so about separating us rather than connecting us. And um, you pretty much, with a blank piece of paper and a pen and an open mind, you are creating what somebody is going to focus on. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to just take the blueprint of what every, what's going on right now and just start with that. I need a blank page because I, you know, I want to take it, I want to talk about something that they're not talking about. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's hard. I got people all day, like at, uh, at work, I go to work and even my bosses will pull me aside and be like, why are you here? Like, you you should be doing much more than that. You're smarter than this. You're so, you know. What do you think they, when they ask that? I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, I, what I told them, I said, um, I said, in your mind, you think that it's, it's that easy. But to actually, in this climate, to be actually talking about something, and, and actually caring about your people and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And making songs, you know, love is, is in it and in my work and stuff. But like in this climate, I'd be better off if I was talking about fuck these bitches, fuck niggas, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting my money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With that kind of attitude, you can win. You can win a lot faster if that's what you're going for but that's not what i'm going for and it's a harder road but i just want some life shit i've seen harder times so i'm not really scared of the fact that it's harder as long as it's mattering at the same time when you said earlier trying to figure this out, what does figuring it out mean? That's probably a question I should have asked before I made my comment. Mm, I forget exactly in what context we were saying that in, but for myself, it's just, you're trying to line everything up from like, in the course of a day, I can be like three different people from doing armed security 
taking care of everything that's supposed to be taken care of now because that takes care of home and shit. I got to be a parent, making sure that I check all the boxes for my son to make sure that, because he's watching me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm feeding both of those. I get home, I may only have a couple hours left before I clock out, go to sleep or whatever, but I got to fulfill the art part of me too, you know what I'm saying? Because as I tell my lady, like, in the process of us getting things, getting kind of on the same page and all of that, I put certain things on hold for a second because I like you that much, you know what I'm saying? But there will come a time where it has to be included in my everyday, like washing your face in the morning, like, or else I'm going to start feeling the way, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, uh, it, if I'm not, if I don't take, uh, if I don't do enough time in that, then I'm, it, it helps me break down my day. Like I see, a, see and experience a lot within the course of a day. And art enables me to kind of break down all of what I've seen and yeah. kind of digest it. And you feel you putting that to the back burner to a degree for your relationship? Is that what uh, I is that what I just heard you say? I can say I have to a certain extent. It's it's but in a healthy way. It's you gotta um or for myself, I can't speak for everybody. I speak for myself and say that um if you see something that's worth that then you, um, or at least what I did, I, it's discovery, you know what I'm saying? Love is, is discovery. Like, I can't step into a situation or a, a uh, relationship like, this is me, this I be, whether you fuck with it or not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get to know you, I'm trying to, learn, you know what I'm saying? So at this point, it kind of took more of my attention. And I, not completely cut it off, no. Um, almost like cleaning the slate. Sometimes I gotta do that in art. If you stay in art all the time, doing it the same way that you do it daily, all the time, you kind of warp your own mind. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, like uh, a term that she uses, uh, she's a sommelier. So like as you're tasting wine, you know, you, you taste this, you fully, you know, kind of go in on, on that taste. Mm-hmm. You about to taste something else, you got to clear your palate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in this aspect, I had to clear my palate. So when I go back to my art, you're looking, you, you actually do want to come back with different experiences and all that, different approaches and all of this. Well, so, there, you think there'll be any resentment from you because? What, it's, a, it's a balancing act, definitely. Um, we, I'm pretty consistent. If I felt that way, 
and we we like uh, in the middle of uh, going back and forth or something. I'm definitely gonna say it until it's changed. And you a good communicator? Hmm? You a good communicator? You 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 strike me as somebody who's real in touch be. with your emotions and shit. I try to be. I try to be. Um, I'm learning to be better at it. I I mean I think we all got that. Just in being black people, I think we all are working on our communication for real, for real. It's. It's so many layers to us, mm. seriously. When you meet a person, you don't even understand all the layers you're meeting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because these are experiences passed down. You got your parents, your parents' parents' experiences. <laughs> yeah. You're meeting, like, generations, every person that you meet. So, like, um, and in my family, we got our things that we still working on. We, um, I can definitely say, I apologize to my kids that definitely I was a lot closer with my cousins and, mm. and you know, we that's, would see family awesome. a lot more. Yeah. And due to how things are now, we, we're working on it, but it's, it's a lot of it's different. muck and mire to, to climb through, you know what I'm saying? Um, how well do you think, how, let me take it, ask a different question. Mm -hmm. You've been, you've been emceeing and creating for a while. Mm -hmm. You said it earlier that you struggled with your voice mm -hmm. and, 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 and write and help you kind of create, help you with that. Mm -hmm. Most of them. Um, where do you feel you are now with that? Do you feel you're connected in that way and feel empowered and? Always, always. Okay. I still, I pull from, I pull from what I'm dealing with, like, even me, again, me and my lady, we'll, we'll have disputes and stuff. And it's, it's the gift and the curse of coming from a personal place that it comes out, even if I don't want it to, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could have a discussion about, about how just us as black people, we, um, Sometimes it's, it's like levels. Sometimes people look at it like, you know, they're more higher up on the ladder or something. And, you know, these people, they, they just low. I, I remember one conversation I had to break it down. Like, nah, it's actually different where if you got knowledge of, of this, all this higher up stuff, even that is useful. Sometimes it's how you talk to people. If somebody doesn't know all that you know, then you gotta, um, one, you don't, don't compare, you know what I'm saying? Just say what you're saying. Yeah. It leaves an opening for this person to hear what you're saying, because you never wanna, when you want somebody to get something, you don't wanna disrespect. 
Because that's the first thing they're going to hear. They're going to yeah. close up immediately. And it cancels like, all the other shit out. You could have no. showed them. You could have told them what the winning lottery ticket is. They don't even remember them. Numbers. They don't even want to hear none of that. But um, it's I definitely this that specific conversation I took, and I went down. I told them I'm going downstairs to create or whatever, and I end up writing this song called um, "Having." It's called "Having," um, and I, I came from two different perspectives of. A person who had everything, you know what I'm saying? Got everything from generational wealth and all of this. <laughs> then the hook come in, and then the second verse is coming from the person who didn't. Because, I mean, the goal for me is to bring two understandings in the middle to where they can see each other. Because I don't think we're seeing each other. The way that this country is 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 operating, it's it doesn't even care that they're not seeing each other. Now mm-hmm. people are just just high on their horse, whatever side you on. And um, I think at different times within society, we were closer to actually seeing each other eye to eye, and which would have been beneficial for all of us, but for the people that want to make money off of the way that we think and all of that. They figured it'd be more, you know, more money would be coming from us being on opposite sides. It's lucrative. Division is definitely lucrative. Exactly. Exactly. Is it more important for you to see or be seen? Definitely to see. Being seen, I'm, I'm good on that. You don't. You you don't. You don't care about that at all. It's not that I don't care about it. It's just. You, I'm more invested in the effect, not actually being the person. I think I, I give it to my father. My father, um, he didn't say a whole lot and all that, but his effect was, um, it was big. It's, it was, you'll never have another one of him. You know what I'm saying? You, he basically, his transition was so smooth and he he checked all the boxes. He made sure that he wasn't in debt to make sure that, you know, we wouldn't have to pay some wild fees or whatever to take care of what he didn't take care of. He handled his shit. He, he, um, and he just was a genuine person, like, even when it was a disadvantage, you know what I'm saying? But it's a long, it, that won't be forgotten, you know what I'm saying? Do you think he, I feel, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know what it's like to, I know that feeling, man. Mm-hmm. When, You feel like somebody gets it. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's one of the biggest challenges I have right. with my lady. I don't feel like she sees me. Gotcha. And that's a. And it was something that used to bother me 
in the beginning, mm-hmm. especially like when you that nigga and you know, and you mm-hmm. used to being that dude and you out, mm-hmm. but they weren't seeing me either. They was mm-hmm. looking at like surface shit, exactly. which exactly. is where most of us put most of our, most of our time and energy into. But in those moments where somebody like, where I felt seen, right. Right. It hits in a totally different way. And I think what I end up, what I try to do now is use mm-hmm. that as motivation to try to see people more. Right. But I do recognize the, I do recognize the importance mm. of that. And because when it does, when it, when I do feel it, mm-hmm. it's some, it's some powerful shit, especially right. when you, cause I've, I feel misunderstood a lot of times. I don't feel like I use the right words in most cases. I feel like I'm being, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't feel like everybody gets what I'm saying. Uh, you'd be surprised, man. And it just, feels just isolated all the way through. Just like, honestly, in, in cases like that, and even, even, even with being, it's, it's being misunderstood. It's a power even in that. It is. Because... I mean, it's it's that means it is something more to do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's you may be more focused on this one part. They might miss exactly what you're saying, but as long as you got them in the neighborhood, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes they won't even admit. Mm-hmm. The person you're talking to in most cases won't even admit that they're in the neighborhood, right? Because they don't give a fuck really about what you're saying. They just wait Which for is the opportunity to tell exactly. you about what they're thinking about. Exactly. So exactly. I, I, I get that. I, I think what it, when it's harder, because the relationship that I'm in, in now, and you, you've mentioned your lady a lot, is mm-hmm. probably the most challenging relationship that I've ever been in. Got it. It's also, it's also the most fulfilling. True, true. Um, no, I'm learn- and that's what I say. Like, it, we got little issues or whatever but I am learning I am uh, hearing like and talking about background and talking about family and all of that shoot you know we both we exchange and in hearing that I get you know I one I'm trying to take in all of this just for you for my perspective of you but then when I'm finished digesting it for that, it's like it makes me think about all of that with me. And I, in a lot of cases, I'm like, I never, I never had it like that. Yeah. Like, nah. I, in terms of like problem solving type shit? Just like, um, just kind of like, family uh just kind of lifting you up to uh, where you you're, you're, you're okay. going you know what i'm saying i didn't have a lot of that a lot of this i it was me yeah. it was i had to figure it out you know what i'm saying and um there's a definite clash with that because you know she's like you such and such years older than me and how do you not you you got enough time for the answer? Cause I can break it down. <laughs> I can break it down. You know what I'm saying? But it's you can freak out over differences, or you can really sit back and really take in 
It's like it's it. You'd be surprised what you can learn from it. How do you feel y'all honor each other's differences in y'all relationship? Um, we teach each other different things. Like she's more business oriented, more um, you know, like school, all of that. It's, it's has been and will always be a big thing in a uh, different industry. She's within the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. I never even knew that that was a thing. I, yeah, yeah. The fact that uh, she's a uh, sommelier, I never knew that you could go that deep into wine. It's crazy as shit, ain't it? Right. You could taste something and tell you where it was right. grown. The kind of soil. When. Yeah, exactly. What part of the, I mean. And I, I, I like the fact that I never knew these things existed. So, mm-hmm. you know. This is widening my world at the same time. Opposite side, uh, I done been through a lot. And I, you know, I, it's not that it just will make me shut down. I can tell, I can actively break it down. Through going all through this, my level of patience, a lot of folks that I meet will be like, you, you know, I could have never, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd have been hurt somebody or, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, I, I have no choice. This is just, I mean, this is, uh, again, this goes back to my father. It seems definitely hard to break. I literally seen him. I, I, <laughs> I can speak on one situation. Uh, <laughs> my brother, I think it was like a holiday or something. And say my stepmom is there. It's like a family get together. Everybody's there. My brother's there. My sister, our kids, all this. And this dude that is with my stepmother says to my, around my father or to my father that something about my, my brother was like, yeah, it's like he my son. So, oh. A lot of cats would have just, all right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad looked at him, he was like, <laughs> he see what you was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I get it. That's just, you got to be smart out here, especially when you see that people say things. We are addicted to reaction. Mm. Some person... If they want a certain reaction out of you, they win as soon as you do exactly what they wanted you to do. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't say that um, that in any way, like, if you know they out of your range, like, it doesn't affect me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to give you all that. You don't even deserve all of that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, but that takes a certain level a maturity though mm-hmm. and even and, and maybe I guess a part of maturity is awareness to recognize that that that's the game mm-hmm. that's being played and you actually lose mm-hmm. when you when you respond in that way right some people really don't have nothing to lose so, I, I'm, I'm careful when dealing with people that are not as invested as I am you know what I'm saying because to them, they like, I ain't had shit to do today anyway. Yeah. 
You actually did. Yeah, they woke up to crash out. You know what I'm saying? And they like, and they in a hoopty, and they and they and they running in the Lambos, figuratively speaking. Right. Just wanting, you know, wanting everybody else to risk it all. Right. You ain't got nothing. What you perceive to be a value exactly. on the line. Exactly. It, it's hard. I struggle with that at times, man, because mm-hmm. I try my best to stay away from situations. Mm-hmm. But when I feel like I encounter them, I feel like it's like divine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. moment where saying, oh, okay, now you can, now you got a legitimate reason right. to fucking light some shit up on right, some silly right, shit. Right, right. It's not what I'm necessarily looking for, but right. okay, I came across somebody and now they caught me at the right time. I should have yeah. just stayed my ass at home because right. I don't want this kind of interaction. Right. But it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. But most things ain't. Dude, I need to know when you're gonna come out with an album, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm a fan. Gotcha. I've heard way too much music gotcha, gotcha. on behind the camera, gotcha. and the world needs a why you, not a feature. Gotcha, gotcha. Not on some, give me, give me 30 nah, seconds. I can dig Not that. somebody else's that. shit. Indeed. Not on somebody else's motherfucking joint. Like indeed, the, indeed. a concept right. from your brain, your heart, mm-hmm. that people get to consume. Exactly. Nah. What you, you hold on, I got I got 10 more seconds. You got it. What you saying and what you doing now is mm-hmm. cold motherfucking blooded. Mm. When can we get that? I, I'm ironing out about seven albums worth of material. Um, it's a lot of this could have been a much faster process, but putting together a team is difficult. If I had, if I had an engineer, because <laughs> I record everything myself, you know okay. what I'm saying? So. If it was as fast as I'm getting it done, it's getting mixed. Man, there would never have been a break in between. Because since, since people of the day, I've been recording the whole time. Every, uh, I've, I got files and files and files. But getting it done the right way and matching that with, you know, the artwork. and Can I push back, dog? I know mm-hmm. I just met you, mm-hmm. so I, it's gonna be. And I normally, I'm, I'm pushing back with like with just love, bro. This is just me because gotcha. I, I. Why don't you just? I'm trying to figure out how to say it. No, I'm listening. You got a gang of music. Sure. <laughs> Just put a bow on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. No, no, no. I feel that. I feel that. I feel like I feel like you. Now tell me if I'm wrong, bro. I because I, I I feel like you get in your way. I not all the time, but I, a lot I, of I time. Bet, I bet I have. I bet I have. So and then again, though, if it were that easy, like. I'm down to use my mix, but then, you know, I go over Odyssey Crib, 
and hid out of his. <laughs> it don't sound the same. Several, like his, his, I don't even want to put his business out there, but his speakers are very. They right. I, I, in fact, I had, because I know my signals, my frequencies is a little, <laughs> wow, I don't want to, these, I can't afford these speakers, so like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could turn it way low, because, <laughs> but, um. I wanted to be right. I wanted because once it's cemented, it's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's almost there. And I've you know I've been networking, trying to find different people I trust to, to engineer. It's it's been a road. We are very close. I will say that. I got to go to Detroit to finish with uh with Terrell, and then um. I'm telling him, honestly, we should be at least throwing a single out to have them even want to hear a record. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can build that up. We can still be active while building that up. But um, we'll see. I got to get with him in, in the flesh. Hardest joint, bro. When the feeling is real, <laughs> you don't need to pretend mm. it'll heal any eel from outside to within, all you need is a beat and a pad and a pen. <laughs> I have listened to that song, man. Mm. I over a hundred times. Wow, really? Over a hundred times. Wow. Over over a hundred times, and I'm almost tempted to pull up my iTunes so because iTunes keeps track of how many, of how times, many times. Really, you, you, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a high number. Wow. And in the short period of time, because I know y'all been working Shoot, on the joint. That's right, more than me. Just listen. Hmm. You figured it out, bro. Mm. Wow. That's excellent. Um. And what I mean by that is, mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about 95% of the time, but there's 5% that is a spot to fuck on and it's for the individual to filter out. Now they can throw the whole hundred out mm -hmm. if they choose and that's their motherfucking choice and I love them and I, I hope and I don't when I'm... When I'm saying stuff sometimes, man, it's it's not intended to like be rude or or, or dismiss what somebody else's path or, or, or thing is, but mm -hmm. I feel like you're so much further along than you give yourself credit for, bro. Mm. And that you've got a lot more of this shit figured out than you realize. Right. And that there's so much um that, that, that there's a lot that you're adding to the story because some of the stuff you just might not necessarily want to let go of just yet because you don't know. And I don't know where none of the shit is coming from that I'm saying it, bro. So uh -huh. I'm, just, so I'm just saying it. But I feel like when I hear your music and look at what you're doing, I'm moved in a way that is very unique to me mm. as a person who's connected to a lot of shit. Gotcha. And I'm... And... and, and, and and I wanted, I, I wanted to look you in your eye, bro, and, and, and let you know that you're one of the best motherfuckers doing this shit, man. 
And, mm-hmm. and I don't know what you got going on up here and up right. here to the, and the things that you're balancing and managing um, to put your art out, bro. But right. it's, it's healing to mm. people. And I know that it's healing to you because you're making this fucking shit. Mm. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's missing on your side or what part needs to be adjusted to, to mm-hmm. align things in a way for you to start. Mm-hmm. Trajectory wise. Right? Yeah. To, to get what's, to get, to get your art out more mm-hmm. and, I would I would love to support and contribute, participate, whatever the fuck a human being can do or needs to do. Gotcha. I'm tuned the fort. James Michael Shelby Jr. is mm. is that dude. I've heard nothing but beautiful things about you, man. As as a as a man, fuck an artist. I'm a, as a man, I appreciate that. That that, that means that just, that just tells me how you are in all of these spaces. Because again. Your name is coming up all over the motherfucking place. Mm. And um, you dope, bro. Man, I appreciate it, man. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm eager to see these, uh, these songs are like children, literally, to see them get out and thrive in the world would, would mean a lot. Um, they definitely have helped me through uh, a lot of these songs, man. Like, part of the reason why I don't be tripping is because they've already did what they were supposed to do for me. While they, while they were being concocted, I may have been going through a lot. And um, it's a lot of uh, the tomorrows that came from these songs for me because I've had some dark days like seriously do you um what's your relationship to like therapy and all that shit hmm I actually about to embark on that um like a couple's therapy or what have you soon but I probably need to do it myself too because I got a lot like even before you get to that. I honestly, it's it's a thing now, but since I was young, in the thick of while everything was hectic, um, at one point I had to go to therapy and it was just this person that was just talking fast and you know, I'm I'm guarding my, you want to know all this personal stuff or whatever, but I'm looking at you like, what make you feel like, like, you know, I should be talking to you about it. Like, and I kind of, I guess in my own way, I just told them what they wanted to hear mm. to get this over with. And then, you know, eventually it went into the background and wasn't no more, so. Whenever I have, let me take a step back. Mm-hmm. Do you have any apprehensions about like individual therapy? I don't at this point. At this point, 
Nah, I just I speak freely now. Okay. Like, um, at that point, that was back when I was like running away and all that, and <clears throat> and then actually later in life, I um I realized that certain stuff I went through, I kind of like when I moved with my moms, I literally blanked out like all of what was going on over my dad's house, and you know I. Years later, I had to apologize to my brother and sister for like, it, it might appear that I forgot they existed or whatever, but I, I was really just, I was blocking out other stuff. Yeah. And they just came with it. But, um, yeah, I, I've, over the years, like during that time period, Maybe uh, maybe about 15, 15 years ago, certain stuff I just forgot about started coming back through mm-hmm. dreams and stuff, and and then you know I I'm thinking this is like some dream shit, but coming to think about it, this was real. This you know yeah. what I'm saying, and it just uh, I don't know. I kind of. At that point, I was like mad, but you know, time passed or whatever. I'm kind of in a better space where I could actually speak on it. But um, you said your son, man, mm-hmm. is real dialed in mm-hmm. in that way and super connected. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're like that too? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's he is he is me. Seriously, I be looking at him all the time. Like, even how he handles situations, good or bad, his little nervous quirks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you pressing him out or whatever about something, asking him something, it just zone out and kind of like kind of look at the ground or something till you just fall asleep or something, or like you tell him. You got to do this. If he don't really, really want to do it, he really <laughs> want to do something else, he'll just fall asleep on you. <laughs> like, I remember that. Nah, but he, um, he, he cares about others, like, as much as himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, if anything I could say, good or bad with his moms and all that, like, he's doing great. Just as a person, he, um, he, he realizes it ain't all about him. And he, he can accept when, when you tell him he's wrong about something, he really will take a second and think about it. And he, he feels bad, you know what I'm saying? About the fact that I could have did better or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or like, I give him credit too. Um, I told him the other day, in fact, I told him uh, I like the fact that you could jone, you could jone on other people and talk trash, but at the same time, you take a joke well. Like, he does. Yeah, you could jone on. I get on him all day. Talk about how <laughs> Ashley's knees is or something. 
Like, and he, man, we, he'll be laughing. You bullying with your me. own son? <laughs> we do this. This where we from, John. We do that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm fucking with you. Call it bullying and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's called but, bullying today. Yeah, it was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah. he, you know, I like the fact that even if if he's the 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 uh, the target, he could still take a joke, and um, that trait is going to help him in the long run. Because you're not always going to be on the upside of things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and how you handle is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all good to judge people by when they're having their moment, how they act. But in, in the big scheme of things, the more important part is when stuff gets rough. Yeah. What kind of person are you going to be? And I think, and I think a part of... Our job as the people forging ways for the, our, for these younger people mm-hmm. is equipping them mm-hmm. to 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 deal with it. And one of the tools is therapy, bro. Gotcha. Especially because for us, like you were saying earlier, as black men, black people, we dealing and processing so many things. Mm-hmm. We were your son at a certain point, bro. Right. And then right. something happened and we wouldn't give him the tools or equipped in a certain way. And then we, we flip switches. Right. One of, the flip, one of the switches that I flipped being super connected mm-hmm. is I started using my shit on women. Mm. And I started having a lot of unhealthy interactions with women and using them and right. playing games and perpetuating these bullshit stories about, you know, ancient niggas and all that old kind right. of stuff. I got the skill. Right, right. Because I was born with it. Right. You know, when you care, when you connect, right. you can, if you're experiencing things in your life for so long, that right. care can turn into something that's unhealthy because caring in your mind, in your, yeah. in your, in your environment, yeah. doesn't necessarily benefit you. Yeah, the yeah. Shit actually starts to hurt you. It and if can, you don't yeah. have therapy... I'm sorry, if you don't have a mechanism to, to, to process it in a way that, that, that allows you to move forward right. in constructive ways, right. it starts turning into other stuff. And so I'm only, my dad, if my dad went to therapy, bro, mm. and talked to me about therapy in mm. that way, my resistance level to therapy True. would be a fucking right. curb, curb right. height. Right. It wouldn't have been. I, that's, that that makes sense. So, um, like sometimes having our children see these things in practice makes it not be so taboo for them when they're ready, when they need it. Cause they, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you connect, man, like it, it, man. it I got a godson. I'm, it's a blessing to be able to connect in that way, man. Right. It is. Right. Um, nah, you definitely right. Wow, man, he, my son done told me the most. Seriously, I, I tell him, I tell him all the time, it's, at a certain point, he literally saved my life. Like, How old is he? He's 12. Okay. Yeah, he's 12 years old. Was you wilding 12 years ago? But, nah, no, no, not necessarily. So why um, he saved? How did he save your life? In what way? Mm, 
Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't speak. I couldn't be specific in this situation. But um, okay, <laughs> I got just you. in a in a personal uh, situation. Uh, I was at a low point, and I, you know, he brought me out of a low point. He, you know, he literally changed my whole mind about and. All of the negative things I was thinking, I forgot about all that and just delved into mm. me and him. I got you. And um, he, he'll, he'll never understand that, but I, I let him know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing, man. Um, Nah, good looking on on allowing. That's this. This is a good thing. This is for our people. It's necessary to have these conversations. Some of us could never. For some of us, this time would have been taken and talk about money. Talking about you know just flossing on people or something like that. Which um, we got a lot that we trying to get on course. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And these are things that that help us get on course. Talking about you know shit. This 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 deep deep in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's something that everybody's going through, man. And we mm -hmm. don't know. You know. Right. I want to be that dude. It's not weak, bro, to admit when you feel in a certain way. Right, and right. We don't, we haven't had enough examples of that. Right. You know, even when you hear like the LGBTQ community talk about not having representation. Mm -hmm. about how important it is to have a black woman over here or mm -hmm. a Hispanic woman over here. Mm -hmm. It does help yeah. to see yourself in somebody else when we sure. living in a world that has so many boxes and frameworks. Seriously. And so for us to see black men sharing in a specific way, for us to hear them talking about struggling with certain things, especially mm -hmm. I always add we that gotta flash combat, We got to combat a lot of, um, there's so many subliminal things, negatively subliminal things. That's a good point. That we, we take it like it's nothing every day. I look at, if I take a, a Uber from home going to work, as soon as I get to the city, I was telling my man this the other day that every day, we go past streets, all the street names will be people that used to have slaves. Mm -hmm. Go, you go out here every day to make money. George Washington on his joint, who used to take teeth out of his slave's <laughs> mouth and put it in his own mouth. And, you know, knowing these things, it's, it, it you gotta be able to unpack this shit. They not gonna help you unpack yeah. it. They just like deal with it, kind of. You know what I'm saying? But in your own way, 
you got to figure ways of, of empowering yourself. And um, I, I try my best to break down stuff to my son so that he won't have this, this huge load to, to deal yeah. with when he comes of age or what have you. Because I didn't really have that. My pops, like I said, he didn't really have much to say. Mm-hmm. He was dealing with a lot himself. Uh, it took for him to get to the point where he was about to pass to tell me the most. And I didn't know about his upbringing until this time. And he's telling me about how when he was young, they kind of like judged him. Like you had like, my aunt was the smart one. This person was this. And they, they used to call him stupid. You know what I'm saying? Retarded. He was in special ed classes, actually with my uh, my mother's brother was his best friend, and they would be in special ed classes together. I never knew that he was in special ed classes. He literally mm. could build a house from scratch by himself. But it's it's people learn differently. You know yeah. what I'm saying? People put emphasis on different things. Even the way school is structured, it's not structured around all of these unique minds. Conformity. They want, how you gonna teach one lesson one way and you just gotta get it. You literally constricted. You got certain schools where they don't make the kids sit down three hours in a row. They let them get up and do stuff. Yeah. Cause look at it, you in a stiff wooden chair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No kind of comfortably sitting and you know what I'm saying? And we do that to our kids for 12 years. 12 years. Minimum. And look at, look at the way school is set up where it's literally crafted after the work day. <laughs> the length of time that you're in school, if you really want to learn, you don't just stay on the book like yeah. all day. You got to break that up so you can really take it in. Yep. But a lot of how this country is set up, it's getting you ready for the work world. Yeah. It ain't to even be a about cog you. in a wheel. Right. It ain't about you growing as a person. It ain't about you thriving and getting your own business. We was never told about nothing to, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Your grandfather's still alive? No. Your dad's dad? No, no, no. No, that's... My grandfather passed in December. My father passed on Father's Day that same year. And then my mother's mother passed like a month after my father. That was like the roughest, after uh, People of the Day came out, that's what happened. And it's- What was that, 2000? That was like, what was it, 14 or 16? I think, it was something, I was thinking something 11. Okay, so that was a minute, okay. Yeah, but it's, it's and I spoke, I spoke at all three of their funerals. Um, I never, I never had to do that. But like same time, all of my family is real introverted or whatever. And they know I do music or whatever. So they'll be like, I want you to say something, speak on it, you know what I'm saying? So they just kind of all kind of nudge me to do it. <laughs> and How'd you I, feel? Man, I never know what to say. I never, I, I got like two weeks to do whatever I'm gonna say. And the words never come until literally 30 minutes before I'm about to have to say them. And I take a walk around 
the neighborhood or whatever, and I think about the person, and then all this stuff start coming back. You know, I just, just say what I wrote. I just had to do this again, actually. Um, <laughs> my lady and I, we took a trip to uh, Italy for a friend's wedding, mm -hmm. and we we leave. We took the first flight. And um, right as we're waiting on the plane before it lifts off, before you put it on airplane mode, I get a, a, a text, a DM from Instagram from, uh, I got a cousin that we, um, we basically connected on both sides. Um, my mom's brother is her dad okay. and my father's sister is her mom. It's like, wow. Right. It comes from, they all come, we all in the same neighborhood. My people, my parents got together. They weren't married. They all yet and still grew in the same neighborhood. Gotcha. But, um, so basically my cousin hits me up. I haven't talked to her in a little bit, maybe some months. But, um, you know, it's always welcome. I'm like, she's giving me these, she's like, uh, you know, you one of the good ones and, I love you, something, something. I'm like, man, I love you too. I got, you know, you got to meet my lady, da, 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 let me know. And she didn't respond, so I'm like, I'm like, is everything okay? You know what I'm saying? And then she didn't let me back. And then they say airplane mode, so you got to go on airplane mode. We took our flights. It was like an hour drive, whatever, to get to where we were staying at, get to the room. And then, you know, found a Wi-Fi code messages coming in and then my cousin another cousin of mine they hit me up and he's like he's like normally he's like always on joke time you can't really take him serious or whatever <laughs> but this is the one time he's hitting me up and he's like crying and he's like she basically reached out to everybody and um and then she she killed herself and um I was just like, this is, I just got to Italy, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know what? How? Like, she always is in a good mood, you know what I'm saying? She, she, you know, she moved to North Carolina, bought a house, you know, she's a young homeowner and all these cars and she's living, you know what I'm saying? Like, and she was just, she was eating well. You talk to her, she was all about the brighter side of stuff. And um, I just, you know, in that instance, I was just like, I wish I'd have known she was like going through stuff because Like, I think that's that's a big issue within the black community, too, is um, sometimes we keep everything in. We'll have little small circles that we maybe talk to, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we got to... Um, it's so much good that can come from just being open. 
<laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what that was. My bad, dude. Nah, all good. That felt like <laughs> I the universe. Right. Well, basically, um, yeah, it was it was just it was heavy, and then soon as soon as we got back, I had to get ready to speak at, at her thing, and um, so you were getting ready to go, and she calls you. Mm-hmm. We were we were this on the plane about to leave for Italy, and you're talking to her. Mm-hmm. No, no, this is a oh, I, DM on I, I, yeah, I yeah. But I told her, you know, I gotta hit you up, you know, blah, blah, blah. but um, how do you how do you? Uh, I'm big on patterns, dude, mm-hmm. and, and 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 um, disrupting them. Mm-hmm. How do you recognize? that behavior in yourself and mm. then not not that piece but mm-hmm. i mean but not I'll, saying I'll, I'll anything. tell you even even that i've been there i've been there this actually you know i've i've been at that point um like relationships get deep sometimes you be that connected you may have projected in your mind, you see years and years later, you see y'all, you know what I'm saying, having kids and the house and all that other stuff, whatever. And when stuff happens, it just interrupts everything that you was, was thinking of. And not, a, you know, Just crimes of the heart, uh, like um, some people would even believe that they should be, you should be able to be tried in court over crimes of the heart. Because mm. they're very intense when emotions are attached to it. That's a very vulnerable place for anybody. That's why some, maybe that's why all the cats on the radio is talking about Fuck these bitches and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been hurt and they don't want to go back to it. But um, it takes a brave person to find their way through it. I even tell, I tell my lady, like, um, just let's, let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? And at the same time, it's a brave thing for two people to come together and mm. and um, say that we're gonna do what we haven't even been shown. We're not even from relationships working out and all these years and still being happy and but here we are trying to do the impossible. The most. The most difficult science ever. Is love, man. I don't know nobody who didn't figured it out. Figured it out, like, yeah. <laughs> it's um, and even knowing how difficult it is, you agree to um to go the distance. 
you got like, which connects to like, you got, you got friends who may have known you when you were single, you know what I'm saying? So they, you know, they like to wild out yeah. and all this. So seeing that you got, in, you know, together, they want you to still, they looking at you like, oh, you different now. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you probably got, you know, family stuff to do now. And, like, Joe, I still be living. <laughs> yeah, I still, yeah. I yeah. got time off. Like, you know Just what I'm doing different shit, man. Priority shift. Seriously, though. It's, I mean, it's a real thing. It's, it's work on all sides. And I, I be trying to tell my lady, like, it's, it don't even, the issues, you can have an assortment of them. But my answer is going to be the same. No matter what, I'm here for it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We can talk about it. We, as long as we can talk about it, we're going to always be good. That was something that I don't think my lady believed. Mm. And I think sometimes, and I was just having a conversation with my homeboy last night. Mm -hmm. I think it's two things that are taking place that are kind of intersecting at the same time. Mm. One is men not necessarily willing to acknowledge how we have shown up in the past mm. and how that has put women in positions to respond in the way that they have. Mm. Not necessarily blaming ourselves, but at least owning that this action has this reaction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it's the women and then when they, so when they come across a dude that is a dude, that's a stand-up dude, mm -hmm. that is that nigga, mm -hmm. right? They don't really believe it. Right. Because it's like, right, like right. they ain't seen it. So right. what, what does that nigga got to do? That nigga has to mm -hmm. endure. Mm -hmm. You can call it karma. You can call it just what your duty. Now, now yeah, endure, yeah. that don't mean you, there's, a, there's levels to this shit, yeah, right? yeah. I ain't mean that you get fucking treated like shit and talk too crazy. Yeah. But but there is a certain level. But you got to show them a certain bit of consistency so they start to see this is really you. Like, what you say, people been saying stuff forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done got to the point in certain instances, even words is overrated at times. Sometimes yeah. I just want a day of not talking to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause words, like, I, I sometimes I don't say nothing. Just be listening to other people and be like, I just I ain't got nothing else to say. But like, um, in that sense, um, it be consistency. Also, um, what I was just thinking a, a second ago, um, damn, I lost my thought, um. With the consistency piece? Yes. Um, damn it, I had it. But um So that might be that might be the segue for it. Mm-hmm. For this. Because I know we're coming up on the time. Mm-hmm. I wanna talk about this officiating shit, bro. Oh, okay. Me and you both did something for the first time. Okay. On the same goddamn day. Exactly. That's which crazy. is wild. That is wild. That is wild. You and I both were asked 
right. by close friends mm-hmm. to officiate their wedding. Right. What was your re- reaction to when, being asked when, when you were asked? It was, my mind was split in half when he asked me that. In one regard, it's my loyalty to my man. Like, you know, I've, I've mentored him for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even, I understood why he was coming to me to say that because mm-hmm. early on, as they were, you know, first uh, together and all this, it was a certain night where he was about to make a rash decision and and not be. He basically called me for advice, and I was like, "This is the person that you're saying you like this much, and all of that. If this is true, then you need to turn around, and you need to go ahead and make that right. Like, if it's that deep." And I know it is like you no, don't let a day pass, none of that. You mm-hmm. let it be known how you feel, all that. And they did, and they, you know, they they thrived, you know what I'm saying? Now they got little son, Xavier, and now they married and everything. Like him reaching out though, the other side was just like really like I you know I done been I just came from a wedding yeah yeah but I never seen myself doing it but I just more so just put the focus on our, my connection with them mm. and um and I had to look into kind of what what everybody has to say and all <laughs> yeah. of this and find my own way to put my own twist on it yeah but um how'd you feel about the latitude to do that? To, to put to put your own oh your like, own spin to on to put your why you on it yeah I I didn't have a whole lot of wiggle room with that but um I um was it a traditional wedding ah uh, yay and nay um uh, it wasn't. What I noticed, at least from the, the example that I was going from, it wasn't super religious. Like, okay, I didn't want to, um, cause I, I don't want to be saying this stuff that I, I'm not exactly on that exactly. I got you. So I don't want to be saying a whole lot of stuff I don't mean. Yeah, either. you don't want to talk about Second Corinthians. No, and, no, no, and, no, no. You know, nah, I mean, not that I, I'm, I'm not even. A, Against it, I went to Christian schools. I yeah, went to, yeah, yeah. you know, all that. But I just, just where I'm at, it's just, uh, I'm more so based around the principle. I think we we sometimes, um, even religion is an, another way to be kind of parting us and yeah. stuff. Like, it turns into like, if it's supposed to be this spiritual thing, which are backed by these truths, these principles to live your life by. Mm-hmm. And in the process of, you know, pointing a finger at everybody and saying who's not doing this and oh, they had this kind of religion and we, you know, we turn our back on that. Like, 
if everybody go like that, that's divisive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, very. How could you? What's, I would like to ask a religious person, like, what's your take on Bloods and Crips? Because <laughs> they just chose sides like you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because most of it, if you a blood, you probably you 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 a blood because you grew up in that area right. and that, and your cousin was exactly. a blood and exactly. daddy was a blood. And I'm only a Christian because my mama was a Christian. Exactly. We can I, we can focus on the things that we got in common, or the things that we we don't have in common. But in most cases, at this point in my life, I'm focusing on the parts that I can change. Like um, the parts that, no matter who it is, I I and a hundred percent of the time I can find something that we have in common. Mm. People that unsuspecting yeah. and all of that, even if it's the smallest thing. Sometimes the smallest thing don't be the smallest thing to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's, we got to put our own shit to the side, though. We got to yeah. be we got to be more focused on connecting with them. Than them connecting with us, right, right, yeah. This that that selflessness, man. It's a real thing. Like it, I say life got better when I started to. Um, I find everything else outside of my own eyes much more interesting. Like there's a time where you do self, you know, get to know yourself and all of that. But once you got a good understanding of that. It's the world outside. It's so much to learn. It's so much to pay attention to. It's it's great things happening all around you every day. But if your perspective is jacked up, you'll never know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, man... I love your perspective, bro. And I hope that you keep connecting with it and sharing it. I have no doubt that you will. I um your art, man, and your and your words continue to move me, man. And and, and as a and as a Appreciate you, man. As, as as a guy connected, man, thank you for for existing. I, I haven't met your it. son, man, but he sounds like a beautiful cat, man. And yeah. um and uh yeah, he's in uh New York. His mom had a uh an art exhibit that just opened up. Uh I forget the name of it. But yeah, so he's learning. He's in that's what I'm saying, like he's literally in between two different worlds and getting the best of both worlds. Like and he's um the way that we leave it open to him to um, to express himself, you know what I'm saying, and to ask questions, you know, all this, a lot of stuff that I kind of couldn't have. Yeah. Even if I had my, you know, we, me and her kind of were on different terms or whatever, we put all that aside for him to feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's... Man, that's uh, I, I judge how I'm doing by if he's smiling, you know what I'm saying? If he feels as though he could talk to me and you know what I'm saying? Literally, I give him the utmost credit because 
when I lay out the plan, he does his part. You know what I'm saying? He's, I don't even know if I would have been exactly like that at that age. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> As you figuring it out, mm -hmm. you figured it out. And it and it and, and y'all just as a part of that shit as every other piece. Right. All the other pieces, man. So salute to you, the moms, the Right. You know, all that shit, all that Right. It's just beautiful how it just works out, man. We just even when it even when it doesn't, you go back to the center yep. and focus on the parts that you can change. Things be kind of up in the air. As, even all of those things, I got the the energy. I'm, I'm 44. I, I other people I went to school with and all that. I see them and it'd be an indicator. Like a lot of you, you you're as old as your optimism is. When you lose optimism. You are slowly dying. I'm not dying because my ideas, they still coming. You know what I'm saying? So I be having to get reminded of how old I am. Mm. But, um, yeah, he, <laughs> he definitely, uh, it keep me on point. He and my lady, in fact. Definitely, when I go off the rail or whatever, and in certain ways, I've been going off the rail for a while. Like, in, in the world of finances and stuff, like, I've made money, you know, but was it going in the right places? Was I focusing on life insurance and, you know, assets and, I, I had to let it be known early in the relationship. Like, you said your father was literally telling you these things when you was younger. We didn't really have those conversations. Yeah. I became an adult and it was just like, go. <laughs> what you gonna do? You On know the what I'm job training. The, 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 I didn't know the importance of those things. Shit, I'll say this. <laughs> when I started doing armed security, which is um, for somebody not having a degree, I'm at the time, right before then, I was working at like a CVS or something, doing stocking or whatever, busting your ass, unloading trucks. You are physically hurt after this and getting like $300 every couple weeks. And then I moved to doing armed security where I'm literally making like 10 times that. And um, coming into getting some money, it's like I'm literally walking around, taking a train every day with like $2,000 in my pocket just because I ain't really want to deal with banks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And... You know, my son's mom at the time, she's telling me, like, why don't you just get a car? I literally 
her telling me that was like a door opened up. Like, wow, <laughs> I can get a car. <laughs> for real? You, I, I'm literally telling her that, like, for real? You think I, should, I can get a car? Like, yeah, you got the money. I went that day and went and got a car. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's, for so long, you've been making so little. Yeah. So you put yourself in a certain mind frame where these things weren't attainable. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that they weren't. It's just we lacked imagination. Right. Or our boxes were a lot smaller. Exactly. Than exactly. What but it takes, sometimes it takes, in a, in a whole different aspect, you need people to, to up your levels up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To let you know that these other things exist. That was similar to even getting into security. Uh, my cousin, he came back from the military. I think he was discharged or something, but he went right from that to installing fiber optic cables, stuff where these, he's got the best job in the world, I'll say that, because he is literally paid to go to different countries for a month, two months, whatever. They put him in the nice places, you pay, like it's tax free, all this other stuff. Come back with these big lump sums, and you can just he. I guess he invests in different things or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just go like, yeah, I'm going to a, a different exotic country or something. Yeah. But um, he basically was telling me then that when he left the military into doing that, he was like, yeah, I'm waiting for this job to hit me back. They said that I pretty much got the job. I'm like, what they pay? He said like thirty something dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars. Like what? An hour? Like at that time, I didn't know it was doable. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But sometimes this, all it takes is that to know that these things exist. Your circle, man. Exactly. And even that became, you know, that number goes up and it mm -hmm. keeps, you know, the more you, more people you meet and talk to. You'd be surprised, man. Well, bro, thank you for um, talking to me, bro, and talking to the folks that are on. Gotcha. You on all social media. Social media. Why are you taking pictures? Why are you taking pictures? Uh, you on Bandcamp? Bandcamp. Why are you the 78er? Uh, SoundCloud. No, you're not on SoundCloud. I'm you? on there. I'm on there. Why are you 78er? All the... Uh, DSPs. That's yeah, all of them. You can look up why you the seventy eight uh, or Diamond District or the nineteen seventy eighters. Everything pops up. Um, thank you again, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. And uh, God bless you. Thank you, man. Same. Appreciate it. Peace.